everything that we do you cannot take out tabling from us even though you and me will retire probably in a few years out of tabling we will be out of tabling but tabling will never get out of us and that is the beauty of this movement welcome to the round table experience the round table international podcast Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Roundtable International Podcast. Today I'm talking to Shrikant, the regional chairman for the AMI region. Shrikant, it's it's great to have you today. And I'm going to start off, as always, with the first question. How does a regular tabling night for you look like? Uh, first of all, uh, Stefan, thank you very much for having me over. I think this is the first podcast ever for any AMI region chairman. And uh, it's an honor. It's an absolute honor to be here. And um, the reach of this podcast is going to be beyond uh, 32,000 tablers. It's, it's <laughs> something that just uh, uh, is overwhelming. And I'm sure the entire AMI region is proud. And uh, when it comes to... Uh, your question about how does tabling day or tabling life uh, means? I would not say tabling life. I would say it is a tabling is a way of life. So it has shaped me the person that I have been for uh, uh, almost uh, a major part of my life. Uh, my thought process, my friends, uh, what I enjoy, uh, preferences the places you visit, the adventures, the camaraderie, everything has a definition now. Everything can be uh, put into perspective. So if you are not a tabler, uh, you are missing a major part of, of uh, maturing, I would say. It's amazing to hear because I feel the, the really same and it's amazing to hear that this movement, this round, this thing, this abstract thing that is Roundtable has uh, shaped kind of the, the way of life, the way of thinking, the way of acting and supporting all over the world because we would have never met. We would have probably never even met the same people and are just culturally um, in, in, in different, different worlds even, just geographically. So it's amazing to not only meet, to not only get to know each other, but also to find out that this has brought us together in such a way. Um, yeah, and, and has shaped our values in, in such a way. So because I, I can I can really reflect what, what you're saying. Absolutely, Stefan, I agree. Uh, just now we were discussing a story where you and me met at the Salzburg uh, a night before uh, in the Salzburg CTM 2018. Now... <laughs> Now, look at this. I mean, we have so many stories, and I'm sure pretty much every tabler would agree to it, that there are more stories and more experiences and more memories than one can probably remember. Doesn't matter you've been a tabler for 20 years, doesn't matter you've been a tabler for two years, but memories that you create with this uh, being a part of this movement are endless. And um, someone very uh, wise had once said, that the journey should be more beautiful than the destination. And the journey of tabling uh, really makes the, your journey of life. 
So the bond, uh, friendship bond, which have been created between you and me, maybe we have met face to face only once, twice, thrice, but you know it for sure. And I know it for sure that whenever I visit Cologne, Germany, I have a friend that I can lean back on. I have a friend to catch up with. And, and you have you a home for to sure. visit always. Absolutely. Yes. I have a home to visit. And the same thing you have whenever you are visiting Dubai. And in fact, uh, we, are, we are already, I mean, subconsciously, we are doing so many things for each other. Everything that we do, you cannot take out tabling from us. Even though you and me will retire uh, probably in a few years out of tabling. We will be out of tabling, but tabling will never get out of us. And that is the beauty of this movement. Definitely. So for this year, you are the chairman for the Africa, Middle East and Indian Ocean region. How would you describe that region and the, the tabling spirit within that region? I would say uh, the AMI region is one of the most vibrant tabling regions you will come across. Uh, just imagine the sheer magnitude of this region. It extends in the, both the hemispheres, above equator as well as below equator. You have on one part tablers coming from the one of the most modern cities in this new era, Dubai, oil rich, lots of flashy things over there, the deserts of Dubai. And then you go west to sub-Saharan Africa in Senegal, in Nigeria. Then you got the beautiful beaches and the southernmost tip of Cape Town. We've got fantastic tabling and very strong movement in southern Africa. And uh, tabling is, is another religion in South Africa, I must tell you that. Uh, we know South Africa with uh, so many things, so many great things that have come out, uh, Buffalo being one of the most uh, talked about. And then we've got the magical land of Madagascar in AMI, where uh, it's a land that uh, always amazes you, the species of flora and fauna. You cannot imagine sitting there anywhere. Then you've got the crystal clear beaches of uh, uh, Mauritius and Seychelles. We also have in the AMI region, uh, one of the most diverse uh, wildlife uh, sanctuaries in uh, Kenya, Tanzania. Uh, we've got um, uh, the uh, Central African region of Malawi, Botswana, uh, Zambia, Zimbabwe. All of them have fantastic game, uh, game reserves. And we've also got the highest uh, point on equator and one of the higher mountains called Mount Kilimanjaro. And uh, let me tell you, every year uh, there is in the month of January, February, Roundtable Arusha of Roundtable East Africa uh, organizes something called uh, Kili Climb. And uh, it is something that uh, every tabler should, should uh, definitely make it a point to visit. So we've got in AMI region um, the whole spectrum of uh, tabling activities, cultures, languages, food. There are so many things that you can possibly not cover in uh, one tabling life. I would like to say that. So AMI region is, is one of the most vibrant, most uh, uh, creative, and one of the oldest regions. And there's so much of history, so much of culture to uh, keep that will amaze you. So if you have been a tabler and you have not visited the AMI region associations, and then you're definitely 
missing a large part of being a tabler. And uh, let me also utilize this opportunity to say that we have got AMI AGM coming up next year in uh, Mauritius in the month of uh, May. And uh, mark your calendars, be there to experience the hospitality of the AMI region. Yeah, when travel is going to pick up next year, that sounds like a fantastic destination. And actually, your year of chairmanship in the AMI region sounds like an amazing trip. How much of these association events did you actually get to visit in this year? How is that going for you? I think uh, being the AMI chairman is an honor and... Uh, It's, it's an experience, once-in-a-lifetime experience. Obviously, money cannot buy this experience. So I had uh, taken up a trip to associations in Central Africa, and there are so many stories I can share. Uh, I started my journey from Dubai to uh, Lilongwe in Malawi, and uh, everything was taken care of. My visa uh, was uh, arranged by the Malawian tablers the pickup and uh, home hosting. Uh, and they've, they've got fantastic clubhouse uh, in Lilongwe for the uh, table, Lilongwe number 32. Uh, now, we start, I started there. I was there for about two days with the Lilongwe tablers. Then I flew to Blantyre. And uh, from there, we went to Lake Malawi. I, the, the current president of uh, Roundtable Malawi, Ibrahim Mojo, is a dear friend. Obviously, from tabling, I never knew him before that. And uh, he took care of everything, driving through, uh, swimming in the Lake Malawi with uh, uh, alligators uh, a little distance away, but there were still alligators and school of fish. And um, enjoying the local cuisine, even though I'm a vegetarian, but they were able to figure out a lot of things for me. From there, we drove to uh, meet the tablers in uh, Harare uh, in Zimbabwe. And uh, just absolute bubbling energy in those kaizens in Bobby. Uh, you would be amazed that a country which is going uh, through such an economic crisis, we all know Zimbabwe is the country which had like those zillion dollar bills and trillion dollar bills and whatnot. But these guys are absolutely amazing in terms of the money they raise with their uh, service projects and the kind of service projects they are doing. They're not focusing only on uh, something which is superficial, but they are working on ground level. Zimbabwe is struggling a lot with the electricity uh, problems. So they are working and uh, providing the uh, solar lamps to a lot of people there. There are children who are underprivileged and families who are underprivileged. Same thing happening in uh, Malawi, Zim Zambia. Uh, and then I've attended the half-yearly meeting of uh, uh, Zambia which is another amazing tabling destination. And then I flew to another very interesting uh, country where tabling is, so we are trying to open up a new table in Rwanda. And okay. uh, Rwanda is, is uh, very famous for uh, the silverback uh, gorillas. And uh, if you are a wildlife enthusiast, that is the best place to be. And the tablers who are there, the prospective tablers, they are also very hospitable. And I'm sure in the next one year, uh, tabling will be active in Rwanda as well. So if you see, I have covered a lot, even though we had pandemic for this, um, for a little part of my uh, chairmanship, but the first six months gave me an opportunity to go and interact. Now, let me tell you, these are the, the fun things that I did. 
but then it is not uh, being AMI chairman is not only about just traveling no, and having is. fun. There is a lot of work involved. So, so when I went to each of these associations, uh, we had serious discussions how to strengthen the movement because these are all small associations. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to strengthen? In fact, before going, the Roundtable International Board asked me uh, to chart out what is the objective of my visit to each of these. Uh, Mm-hmm. I had sent a questionnaire to each and every uh, uh, association over there that these are the topics we are going to discuss. We filled out those questionnaires, how to strengthen the movement, how to make it more vibrant, and how to have it more impactful for the average geotabler in each of these associations. And so, this is what yeah. happens as part of being an RT International Board. It's not only fun and, and sharing the dais, but going forward and doing some real work. For the betterment of the movement and tables. So, with these this structural support and this kind of uh, yeah expansion strategy, strengthening the movement, how were you received within the associations uh, with this support and with this kind of offer to bring um, the learnings from all other associations through the RTI board uh, to these organizations? Oh, absolutely, super. Uh, they they were. Uh, very, very receptive. They, for example, uh, it was the first AMI chairman for a very, very long time who visited Zimbabwe. And these guys became super active after my visit. Uh, they are attending events now. So these visits, which are undertaken by Archie International Board, are really, really necessary. It gives them the confidence, the sense of belonging, and uh, even the sense of ownership to each of these uh, associations. So let me assure and reassure uh, each and every tabler out there that the RT International Board uh, is working on your behalf, uh, is working to strengthen uh, uh, the movement all over the world, and it is really working to make tabling journey and tabling experience more impactful for each and every tabler. It doesn't matter if you are a tabler in, in India or a tabler in UK or in Netherlands or, or a new tabling opening up in um, uh, Spain, in Barcelona, or or anywhere, but uh, these are these are just some amazing work undertaken by Roundtable International Board this year. That's really great to hear. I'm quickly going to jump back to something you said uh, a moment ago because you mentioned the Roundtable Clubhouse. I know that there are clubhouses in South Africa and in other countries as well, but especially in Europe, they're not really common. How would you imagine if you've never been? to a roundtable clubhouse like me, how would you have to imagine such a place? Okay, uh, let me tell you, I have visited a clubhouse in Ghent, in Belgium. Okay. So they, they have the clubhouse over there, and that's an amazing, amazing, it was, I believe, an a old uh, cellar over there, and they have converted into a clubhouse. It's, it's by a lake and everything fantastic. When we had the World half meet in Ghent, I was there. Uh, now, the clubhouse that these guys have in uh, Lilongwe, you can imagine something where tablers can go and unwind. Uh, as soon as you enter, there is a uh, beach volleyball kind of court uh, where you can play volleyball. Mm-hmm. They also have a badminton court in that. Then they have a fully equipped bar in there. They've got a meeting room, 
and other ancillaries like toilets and stuff like that. And they've got a full-time person uh, who houses this. So I asked them, how do they actually run this clubhouse? Is it uh, only by tableless contribution or they also lease it out to other people? And it's a mix of both. It's primarily for tablers. Uh, tablers meet up and uh, uh, it's for tabling use. And these are old clubhouses which were given away maybe 40, 50, 60 years. At that time, the prices were very cheap for land. And these people have been maintaining it. Uh, but yes, I, I agree. Uh, a clubhouse is something that uh, every city should have. Uh, yeah, it really does sound amazing. I mean, you, you need the infrastructure, the place, and the uh, uh, basis for that. But uh, it definitely sounds like something I, I would want uh, for my table to establish, e even though we are really happy with the restaurant that is hosting us uh, every every other week. So I yeah, I guess every table has found their arrangement over the years, but it's just really interesting to hear how that has been adopted uh, across the globe. Yes, I think this is one more facet of tabling that you come across when you travel into AMR region, because I've been to Clubhouse in Durban, in um, uh, Southern Africa, Roundtable Southern Africa. I've been to uh, Clubhouse in uh, Zimbabwe. And uh, it, it's just amazing the kind of tabling these people are having over there. Uh, it puts a new perspective to every tabler who goes to these regions. I want to learn a bit more about you. How did you, I'm, I'm curious, how did you end up in the roundtable movement? Who brought you in and what was kind of your first thought without knowing what exactly is expecting you? Can you still remember that moment? Wow, geez, that was a long time ago. How long Probably ago was my it? past life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was exactly, I believe, in 2009. I became a tabler in India. And um, the term itself, round table, I'm like, wow, this sounds interesting. So a friend of mine, a common friend of mine, introduced me to it. And this was a new table being uh, chartered in a city in India. And they said, you want to you wanna join in? I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, this sounds like good guys. So what do you do? And they said, uh, we are a young men organization and we retired at 40. And uh, we are a lot like, uh, we came out of a Rotary Club, but the Rotary Club is uh, primary motive is a service and then fellowship and round table is fellowship and then service. And they gave me the concept that uh, something very interesting about Roundtable India is uh, Roundtable India is one of the perhaps only organization on the planet with zero overheads. So all the charity that they raise, 100% and 100%, uh, uh, every each and every penny goes towards charity. All the admin expenses are taken care of by the tables themselves. So I said, okay, this sounds interesting. And my first impression was, okay, it's going to be a fun club. Uh, that's why I joined. I mean, nobody wants to join the tabling for, for attending boring meetings and lectures. And I was like, yeah, this sounds like fun. Okay, we'll go out, we'll have fun. And in India, uh, the tabling is more uh, family-centric. So LC India and uh, Roundtable India, they go hand in hand. And they also are very uh, focused on twinklers, which is the children of tablers. So it, it sounded like a complete package, uh, to be honest. And I was like, wow, this is exciting. Let's, let's go forward. And then as they say, you, you go into, you pass out of high school and you think you know everything. So you get into a table and you feel like, oh, I know everything about tabling. 
and then you discover okay there's more than your local table there's something called uh, your area and then there's something called your national and then there's something called the five regions of roundtable international and then there is roundtable international board so once you start uh, uh, if you want to measure the depth of ocean you cannot measure it sitting by the shore you have to actually dive into the tabling so if you are enjoying tabling at your club level at your table level fantastic but if you want to know more about it you'll have to take up responsibilities do follow what you have been doing on your table and take up further responsibilities and uh, i think i i spoke more than what you asked for that was question. 11 years ago 11 years ago amazing um and i'm i'm curious about one thing because that's something i try to avoid doing but i i sometimes fall back to it and i i notice it a lot happening that when we describe what round table is we often describe the rules young men end at 40 and something like other organizations but different so it's always describing what we are and who we are alike and not alike but it's very rarely what we do and who we are so keeping that in mind how would you describe round table to a potential candidate you 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 believe would move mountains for round table how would you describe round table without using the words rotary 40 and young men okay i have a very simple answer to that uh, and that answer comes from you stefan you had uh, painstakingly made a video compiled video from all over the world i believe that was about 350 gb data and you compiled everything into a single file and that's the round table video for this year anybody wants to know what tabling is uh, please go and watch that video for sure it, it describes everything about uh, about tabling but uh, if i have to put it uh, uh, in simple words without using all those uh, forbidden words for now i would say just just become a tabler to understand what tabling is don't try to sit at the shore and uh, uh, gauge the depth of the ocean it is something called a life changing experience and uh, something if you have not not done it it would be something like you i would say it is it is uh, it is the bridge between your youth and your maturing if you want to live your college life the fun with the friends uh experiencing the finer things in life uh, if you want to have friends for life this is what tabling tabling when you come out of tabling uh, maybe you have created a lot of memories maybe you have created uh, gained a lot of experiences maybe one person has matured through tabling but something that is going to stay with him for, for throughout his life is the friends he earns out of tabling and that should be the focus and this is what i would say Uh, it's a platform where you will earn friends for life that's a great explanation i'm i'm definitely going to going to keep that in mind when i 
have to to talk to somebody or when I want to convince somebody next time to join the movement or just consider looking a bit closer at the roundtable movement. I have one more question. I'm really curious to learn more about how that was handled in the AMI region, but also what, what the impact was. I mean that the COVID-19 impacted all of our lives around the globe. I think that's not something we we need to discuss here. But how did COVID-19 impact your region in terms of bringing them closer together? Because I observed that many digital events happened and suddenly connected tablers that would have maybe met once a year at an event. And those were the, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say the, the traveling tablers, which is always a smaller percentage because of just the effort of traveling uh, to, to these events when it comes to family, when it comes to time, when it comes to budget. So how did it impact here through new formats of connecting tablers in your region? Uh, you know, Stefan, we, our motto is adopt, adapt, improve. And we tablers don't just say it, we actually live by it. So when this COVID-19 restrictions became visible for everyone and we had to absorb them and it sank into us, uh, Roundtable International uh, gave a mandate to me and we had a counselor's meeting and we said, look, this is the scenario, what do we do? I'm very happy to say that the first ever AGM of any Roundtable Association was done by one of the youngest uh, associations in tabling world right now, which is Roundtable Nigeria. And it happened on 29th of March, 2020. And uh, it was an AMI association. Uh, the longest AGM, online AGM, which happened uh, from 23rd to 26th and 27th of April, 2020, was Roundtable Southern Africa for four, four days. So if you look at it, uh, yes, we missed all the fun, the connecting. Uh, we missed the fellowship. We missed uh, the, the memories of, of, uh, of a conventional AGM or a conventional year. But as they say, adopt, adapt, improve. We quickly adopted the new world order of having virtual meetings and online meetings. We adapted ourselves and we improved on them. And uh, suddenly, instead of uh, a small association like Botswana having, having hardly uh, less than 25 members, having only 25, 30 people attending their AGM, they had tablers from world over. So, of course, COVID, was, COVID is a challenge, even as we speak now, uh, that yes, you are not able to uh, interact with your tablers on uh, friends on face-to-face -face basis, but it also gives you an opportunity uh, You attend Roundtable Zimbabwe AGM in the morning. You attend Roundtable Mauritius AGM in the afternoon. You attend Roundtable Luxembourg AGM. And then you attend another tabling event happening somewhere in India. And all this without stepping out of the comfort of your living room. So, yes, COVID is a challenge. COVID has been difficult. Uh, tablers have adopted themselves. And uh, let me tell you one more thing. Tablers are responsible citizens of this world. Uh, I cannot think of even one single association who has not worked for helping people in, this, uh, uh, in these testing times for humanity. So many tables in, in uh, AMI region and ASPA region and 
uh, European, three European regions of Central uh, and Eastern Europe, Northern Europe and Americas, and Southern Europe and Mediterranean. Every table has worked in their own way. Somebody has been distributing meals. Somebody has been trying to help the elderly. Somebody has been trying to get the COVID supplies to needy. So tabling and the spirit of tabling has not stopped. Uh, the passion of doing good to the communities that we live in has not stopped. Even COVID has not been able to stop us. It might have blocked everybody. It might have blocked air travel for us. It might have blocked and put us into lockdown. But the spirit of tabling has triumphed the even the COVID. So tablers have made the most out of it, uh, whether it's AMI region or any other region in, in Roundtable International. We have made the best out of it. We have gained new friends. Yes, uh, the interaction at this point is virtual. But every tabler who has met another tabler has vowed that once this tabling, uh, once this COVID stops, tabling will, will resume and it will resume with double vigor. So we, we tablers, you know what? There's a joke. Uh, a, a bunch of guys was uh, partying in hell. And the devil asked, who are these guys who are enjoying them so much in hell? And the answer was, these are tablers. They go anywhere, they party, and they make the most out of it. <laughs> I like the picture. Um, definitely, yeah. Before, we're approaching the, the half-hour mark rapidly here, and I, I want to know one more thing from you after this almost full year now of being the AMI chairman. Which table, which story this year has inspired you personally the most? Wow. That's one of the toughest questions. I never expected it, but uh, there are about 160 tables in AMI region. And... Uh, there are so many stories about each and every table. I, I really cannot single out one. It would be, uh, I, I'm, I, I will accept that I'm not that uh, wise and that I can rank the tables number one, two, three, because each table has its unique character. Let me give you some of the best practices that are there in the AMI region from, from tables. So I attended an online meeting of... Um, a table in Zambia, Zambia number 15. And uh, they have a presentation in every meeting for every convener. And it is that graph that, okay, this is my target. This is what I've achieved till date. This is my next course of action. And this is what I'm going to achieve my target by, by the end of this year. So they have a graphical representation. Uh, when we talk about uh, another table in Zimbabwe, uh, Harare number 23, uh, one best practice they have is every table meeting, they're going to take one point out of their constitution and they're going to have a small two-minute discussion from it. Uh, so let's say the motto of roundtable is adopt, adapt, improve. So that would be the second point in their constitution. And they will discuss on it, okay, what does adopt, adapt, improve means? So over the next two years, somebody has been tabler, he would know their constitution by heart and he'll be a, become a better tabler. Another table meeting I attended in uh, India, uh, they had this very out-of-the-box idea. I would call it out-of-the-box idea because it is actually called out-of-the-box idea. So 
every table meeting they will have one person who would come out with an out of the box idea it can be into any facets of table it can be into fellowship or fundraising or projects it can be into leadership and personality development or it can be into international relations so every table meeting one person will come out okay let's let's do this over the next uh, 15 days or one month or or the next uh, quarter and then he passes on he chooses the next person who will bring the next idea on their next business meet so there are tables who are doing just unique things and it's not possible to to summarize or or rank them 1 2 3 no yes. i i don't i don't want a ranking just thank you so much for these inspirations i was just uh, wondering if if one story stuck with you but obviously there are much more stories and we should think about uh, a best practice platform of just tabling culture and tabling best practices like you mentioned we should think about how we can proceed on that and and collect all of these Absolutely. things and share them with other regions other other tables it's just great to to learn more about how yeah they are handling the situation and it's also inspiring like i want to be on the next digital round table night of round table zimbabwe or harare 23 that sounds great um so i'm going to thank you so much for being with me for this this episode of the podcast and thank you for the insight into the ami region my god it's already 40 minutes now this is this is the biggest problem in tabling you <laughs> sit with a tabler you chat with him and you lose track of time because you are meeting you're not meeting an individual you're meeting your old best friend for the first time yeah or the repeated time so that's no, what, that's what tabling is about and thank you so much stefan for having me over let's do tabling guys definitely let's not forget we are tablers first let's do tabling let's do tabling thank you so much stefan yeah.